Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today I'm so excited to have back Marlene Marco. Now, Marlene and I met a couple, a few, two or three years ago. I can't remember. COVID time just seems to be like totally different. Um, but I have loved being with Marlene and doing events with her and, and different things over the years because she is just such a classy person to begin with. But she has a true heart to network and help people. So when I was going back through some of my guests, I'm like, no, Marlene's got to come back. I, I really hope that she'll agree to come back. So if you want to listen to the original episode, go back to season two, episode 18. And that was May of 2020. So it's almost been a year and a half since we did our last podcast together. So welcome to the show, Marlene. Thank you. And I can't believe it's a year and a half. My gosh. I know it's in some ways time has crawled and in some ways it's just going way too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Time is interesting that way, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but the summer seemed to go way too fast. Well, that's true. But I think all summers go way too (laughs) fast. (laughs) Now you got to understand Marlene and I live in Ontario, Canada. Okay. We only get a few months of warm weather. It always goes by way too fast. And September comes and it's still really nice out. But all that's in your mind is winter's coming. Winter's coming. And so you're trying to enjoy these last few days of warmth before the cold starts to creep in. Well, you know, I I have a little different perspective on that, to be honest with you, Kim. Um, I love the fall. It's actually my favorite time of year. And yes, we have to be very cognizant to enjoy each and every day because we do know what's coming. But but in the meantime, we've got this space of, you know, whatever it is, a couple of months or something that that is just pure joy to me. Um, and that joy comes from the colors, which those are my favorite colors are the fall colors and and the the sort of the renewal of September, mm-hmm. um, having been an entrepreneur for many, many years, um, my entire life, actually, (laughs) my entire career. Um, September is kind of the new year Mm -hmm. and New Year's. And um, I I find that exciting every every fall. So I want to hold on to this this autumn season and and not think too much about winter yet. Although, you know, winter is okay, too. Well, I don't spend all of fall thinking about winter. And I do agree. It's always a brand new season. It's everything's renewed. You know, um, I'm a grandma now, so my kids are all grown. But, you know, it was like back to school. It was like, you know, I finally have some time to do some things for me. Um, But I agree. I love fall. Fall and spring are my favorite seasons. So I do think fall is my ultimate favorite season. 
but there's yeah. just every once in a while in the back of my mind goes i gotta enjoy it now because the cold's coming <laughs> <laughs> well you're a little bit farther north than me too so you get uh, you get a, a heavier uh, dose of winter than i do here yes you guys get inches of snow we get feet so <laughs> that's true <laughs> Well, I wanted to catch up with you, Marlene, because the last time we talked, we were really in the beginning stages of COVID. I mean, it was May, but it was still, we were just kind of getting into it. And so I wanted to connect with you, find out what's been going on with you. And what are some of the lessons that you have learned through this COVID time? So first of all, just catch us up. Where, what are you doing? Where have you been? What's going on? Well, it's interesting when you talk about uh, uh, May of 2020 being the the uh, initial stages of, of this this bigger stage that we're on. And um, we had no idea what was in front of us. That's the, you know, hindsight is, is, is a whole new perspective, right? <laughs> um, so at that time, we thought, you know, a couple more months and then everything would just magically go back to normal. And, uh, you know, someone, somebody was going to flip a switch somewhere and, and, you know, we were going to go back to doing all the things that we were doing before. And for part of networking, that was meeting in person and, and, uh, you know, getting, uh, getting to know people really well, because that's, you know, by nature, I think we, we develop stronger relationships in person than we do virtually up until now. (laughs) <laughs> we're learning. Um, but it's, you know, it's been interesting over the months of the pandemic is in that there's kind of been stages I have found, both in my fashion business and in, in heart of networking, where, you know, there's sort of an acceptance of where we're at, and then, you know, trying to look ahead, but there's that element of we don't really know what's coming and there's still a lot of variables and and just when we think oh maybe we've got this figured out there's a new variable appears on the horizon and I think that many of us have come to a point now where we we accept who where we are now and run our businesses and and go through our life our our day our daily life with that acceptance, we're here today. This is where we are today. This is what we can do to move our business forward today. Yeah. Um, we don't know what tomorrow brings. So is there a lot of point in in spending a lot of time in the in the tomorrow, right? Yes, you still have to do the planning of the business. You still need to know where you want to go, but maybe we're not so sure what that looks like down to the details yes you know there's there's business growth but the details might change and i i read something actually just over the weekend that um that really hit home with me and uh it was in a message from belinda ellsworth who is a a great um direct sales trainer and many of your audience will know her um but she talks about you know, we, we talk about the new normal and when will we get back to the, when will we get into the new normal? But the new normal is today. Yes. And so we deal with what today's normal is rather than waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to change that, that attitude will change your 
productivity level. Yes. I know for me, it really hit me because I, I do find that, you know, in planning for harder networking, what's it going to look like in the future? And when will we go back to in-person meetings? And there's no answer to that because the variables are still in play. So my my new normal needs to be today. And what can I do today to help yes. women connect with the education or the other people or whatever it is that they need to move their business forward. So that's, that's my focus in, in going forward is today is, is my new normal. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow might be a different normal. Mm-hmm. I love how you said that because it is true. You cannot really plan for the future right now, you know, back in, you know, late winter, early spring, everything was, okay, we're going to be done by fall, right? You know, by fall, we'll have had the vaccinations, everything will be good, we'll be done this third wave, you know, life is going to go back to normal. And we're sitting here in Ontario watching the numbers rise and rise and rise with the fourth wave hitting us. And, you know, I even hate to say it, but, you know, the predictions they're making are pretty dire. And now I realize they they're it never is quite as dire, but they're saying that there's this new variant is just so much more contagious than previous ones. So I'm like, okay. So I just take a deep breath and it's like, okay, I just continue moving forward with today. You know, now they're saying maybe next spring we might be back to normal. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, okay, well, all I can do is what I can do today. Yeah. (laughs) And I loved how you said that. And, and, and accept that this is, this is today. And, and everybody's today looks different. Mm-hmm. So you've got some, some very negative um, outlook today outlooks mm-hmm. by certain, you know, with, with different people, um, not saying what's right or wrong. There's some very positive outlooks mm-hmm. and there's, you know, whatever your reality is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's it, talking about the different stages that we've gone through during COVID. Um, one of the things that I've really recognized in my fashion business is how much people are really women. I mean, I deal mostly with women, obviously, um, but how how strong women's desire is for themselves now. So I've been in fashion for years, as you know, and a lot of what the way that women dress is geared towards how others will see you, what event you're going to, who else is going to be there, what's appropriate for the event. And that's all important stuff. We get that. But now I find women are dressing for themselves. Yes. More and more as we progress through this. So yes, we're on lots of virtual things and absolutely tops and jackets become more important than pants. (laughs) But now what I'm hearing from women is it's it's not about need. Fashion never has been about need. It's about what makes me feel good and how do I perform better when I'm put together and I have something new that I feel good in. So this is for me now. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's an interesting thing as we go through this because we've all had our ups and downs and our emotional times and our fear and our, you know, joy and it it has been a roller coaster there's no question but i think we've come out we're coming out uh of this uh a little stronger and a little more and and i don't it's it's not self-interest it's 
self, it's probably part of self-care um, and self-growth, but we're realizing that there are things we can do for ourselves, for ourselves to, to be able to have that confidence, that, that growth piece that we need to, to build our businesses and move forward. And we are still building. And I fully acknowledge that there are people suffering all around us. So we have to think about how we can help those people as well. Uh, are they going to stay in their business if they're struggling? Are they going to need to change that business? And really, that's what Heart of Networking, of course, is all about, is, is um, helping, supporting women in business, whatever that looks like. It might be a tough time for them. It might be an amazing time for them. Um, but but an awareness, awareness of what's happening with the women around us, the women in our community, and uh, and helping them to... To, to build that confidence and and to you know move them help them move forward whatever that it might be that they need I like how you talk about it but I I you know I think women have become cognizant especially in this time that there were needs that they were not taking care of yes because life was so go 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 this expectation this expectation and I think now we're kind of at the point and I think men too but you know we're kind of talking about women today that we're kind of like it's okay for me to have this need and it's okay for me to try and meet that need. Right. And so, you know, like for me, one of the things I did is, and you won't see it here on the podcast, but if you're watching it on YouTube is a couple of months back, I just decided to do something totally different with my hair that I had never done before. So I got it braided and had all the extensions put in. And that was something totally new for me. I am half black, half white. My hair is all black. Um, I've never had braids before. Braids have always been my sister's thing. And I never did it. But I just thought, you know what? It's time for a change. It was time for something new. And so I saved up because it's not cheap. And I went and I had it done. And, and it's been a blast. I've been loving it. It's a new look for me, you know, and everybody's been loving the new look. So it's okay to change things up. It's okay to recognize that maybe you need something different or, you yeah. know, maybe it's time for something new. And even sometimes in your business, you know, there's been so much stress and I think people are afraid to try something new because, you know, there's already so much stress going on. One of the things that, that I've been doing is I love to craft. I've loved to craft since I was a kid. I, my grandma taught me to knit when I was five years old, didn't quite take. Tried a couple more times. I, I knitted again when I was 12, then when I was a teenager. Finally got the hang of it when I was in my early 20s. So started knitting, crocheting, cross-stitch, all of those kinds of things over the years. And now I have a new love, and it's called a cricket machine. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been having so much fun, but I decided that I'm a teacher at heart. I, I love to teach and train. So one of the things I've been doing on the side is, is I've been building out a YouTube channel and a free membership for people who love to craft with their, with their cricket. So I'll film myself while I'm doing projects and explain techniques and I'm doing all these little videos and I'm learning how to use YouTube. Now it's not my main business. I just do it on, on the side. I mostly do it on the weekends. You know, I'll do some videos over the weekends. So I've got some things to post during the week, but I've been having fun with it. And then I've been doing this free membership where I give away free designs and that just 
to kind of help people out. And I sell some of my designs. Again, it's all on the side. It's not my main business, but I just decided I wanted to do something new and for fun. I mean, I have my main business. My publishing business is going well, but that's growing and changing too. And one of the things I've recognized is one of my goals in the business is to actually get to the point where the business can run without me. Because right now, if I'm not doing stuff, the business fails. And that I think that sometimes could put a lot of stress on you when when you're the only one. So, you know, it's it's a game plan within the next, you know, three to four years to have the business so that it can run without me. I think that's an important uh, an important thing to to continue to set goals, whatever those goals are for yourself. And and having a creative creative outlet like that does uh, it. it, it fuels you again, right? It, it, it fires you up. And, and as entrepreneurs, we can never separate out our, our creative side, our personal side, our business side. It's, it's us, right? Yes. And it, so it's, it's everything combined. So when you're, when you're fueling up one part of that, whichever part it is that particular week, um, <laughs> that, <clears throat> that, all, that, that fires up everything and, and, and brings energy to your um, day and to your week and to your, to your business and your life. I think that's really um, important. And I think some of us got to the point, myself included, where we weren't really sure I've been a lifelong goal setter. And yet all of a sudden I didn't really know how to make set goals because I didn't know what was around the corner. So what's the point in setting a goal if you're only going to be disappointed and blah, 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 blah. Or have to change it. Right. And so I think that's that's really an important uh, point that you've made is to to continue to set goals, continue to look at the growth path of your business and where you want to take it with the understanding that, you know, that there may be some bumps in the road aren't there always, <laughs> and that there may be some adjustments to the timeline, aren't there always, always. Yeah. which goes back to what Belinda was saying about the, the new normal. New normal is what who we are and what we're doing today. And really, when you look at the, the future path, entrepreneurs have to be, have to get comfortable with change. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to, to survive. I shouldn't say comfortable, expect change. It's not always comfortable, but expect it and understand that it will, you know, there, there will be uh, things that happen that we don't expect. Mm -hmm. There will be things that happen. Good things that happen that we didn't expect. Yep. And and, it's not all bad. Sometimes really good things happen. You're like, Whoa, that caught me off guard. Right. Yeah. Change, change can be, can be, a very positive thing too. Um, I heard somebody else talking about positive and negative thoughts. I heard somebody else talk about um, sort of human nature, how negative things tend to be like Velcro and stick to us. Mm -hmm. Positive things tend to be like Teflon and kind of go, yeah, that's nice. And off it goes, you know, it's, it hasn't stuck to you. And we have to be careful of that, right? We have to, we have to kind of convert that Mm -hmm. and, and let the, let the negatives become the Teflon and the positives become the Velcro. And, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's not always easy, but again, it's something that we have to continue to grow and build and work on. And that's another change that we need to be aware of. So yeah. I, I, I guess, I guess that's the, the part that really caught me in that, that piece that I read was yes, everything is kind of amplified right now, but it hasn't, 
for many of us, it hasn't really changed that much. It's just been amplified. Mm -hmm. Well, I like some of the points you made. I mean, even before COVID, entrepreneurship is never predictable, ever. No. And anyone who thinks that your, you know, your growth is going to be this nice straight line. I'm sorry. It's more like a bowl of spaghetti. Sometimes you have no clue what direction you're heading in. It just kind of, and sometimes you feel like you're going around in circles and all of a sudden you're at the top of the pile. Next thing you feel like you're down at the bottom of the pile and all this while you're moving forward and you don't, sometimes you don't even see it because you feel like you've been going around in this circle. Um, There's a quote that I love and it talks about, you know, um, arrows and how, you know, the further the arrow goes depends on how much farther it gets pulled back. Right. right. And and there's times when you're an entrepreneur where you feel like all you're being doing is being pulled back, pulled back, pulled back, pulled back, pulled back, pulled back. Right. And and that's when the temptation to quit and give in is the strongest. And yet, if you can just stay the course. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden the arrow's shot and you're just speeding forward. You know, you've paid your dues. You, you've paid the cost. And now, you know, you're, you're racing towards that next level. When that arrow does fire and in your, you're kind of up here because everything is working properly the way you expected it, the way you wanted it, the way you dreamed of it. And then that's the time though, that you need to keep that momentum going. Yes. Because one of the things that I've learned is yes, we're up here today. But it's a natural cycle of business to, you know, have the the ups and downs. Now, and again, I acknowledge that the downs for some have been long and they've been painful. And and some are able to hold on until we can make that rise back up again. And some of them, some some of our community members need to make complete changes in their life. Yes. But I think that it. Keeping momentum going is so important, and which brings me back to networking, because sometimes I, I, you know, when I contact somebody that I haven't seen for a while and they'll say, oh, I've been so busy. I haven't had time to come out to networking. I haven't had time to do this. I haven't had time to do that. Beware, because that's the time when you do need to keep your relationships going. You need to build new relationships. You need to expand your circle because it's it, it's a fact that in an entrepreneur's life, it's not always going to stay on that at that high point. So yeah. if you kept your relationship strong through that high point, when you do hit a lower point, you've got the support, you've got somebody to go back to, you've got potential clients, you've got, you've got everything there, you just and you've got a strong relationship with them. You're not walking in cold to a to a brand new community and saying, okay, I need help. I need somebody to buy something. Um, yeah. Because it's not like that. So keeping that momentum going and being consistent with your networking efforts, whatever community you're networking in, whether it's a, you know, it's a board of trade or a chamber of commerce, it's a, it's a a business networking group. It's a, it's a community group, whatever it is, keep it going. Even when you're busy, make time for those, those events. Um, I know at heart of networking, um, the one thing that I hear the most often and is the most gratifying to me is that it's such a supportive community and support and, and welcoming um, 
those are really, really important in the culture of, of Heart of Networking events. And of course, in, in October, we do a full day conference where we bring in speakers from outside of the community. And we've got a great one planned again. This will be our ninth annual full day conference on October 19th. And we're looking forward to uh, to bringing lots of people together for that one as well. So that would be my, my suggestion is keep the momentum going if you're going if things are going well, and if things are not going well, reach out and ask for help. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and even even you don't have to be networking all the time, but let let make it a goal like maybe one one hour networking meeting a week. Just keeping your, you know, making those new connections and getting yourself out there, and you know, and and re- I love what you said about you know reinforcing those previous connections. You know, you and I hadn't connected in a while. But when I was kind of going through my past guests, I'm like, I got to connect again with Marlene. Like I've I've missed our conversations, right? You know, make that a goal to include networking. It people do not realize the power of networking in their business. You know, when you do when you are out there and you're meeting new people and you're developing those relationships, and you don't develop, you know, strong relationships with everybody, but over time, you create a network of people who really know, like, and trust you, and you know, like, and trust them, right? So, you know, if someone came to me, if a woman came to me and, and said, you know, Kim, I'm, I'm looking for some new clothing. I want something really nice and professional and all that. The first name that would pop into my mind would be Marlene, right? Because we have that relationship with each other. And I'd be saying, okay, you got to go connect with Marlene and talk to her because, you know, she's the one who you know, can help you take your fashion and your wardrobe to the next level. And that's the power of that network. You know, it's the same. If if Marlene heard of someone who wanted to do a book, I would be one of the people that she would think Absolutely. of. You know, Absolutely. Because, because we've developed that really nice, you know, it's a kind of friendship, but it's more of a professional, yeah. strong professional relationship. Are we best friends? Yeah. No. <laughs> Could we be? Probably, but we're not, and that's okay. But we've got an incredibly strong professional relationship where we have deep mutual respect for each other. We have appreciation for what each other does. You know, whenever we can, we support each other. You know, I'm so thankful to you, Marlene, for coming back on the podcast again and sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with us. You know, we all talk about know, like, and trust, and and that's super, super important in in our uh, business relationships. I add one more point to that and that's no like trust and remember so if you are not staying you don't again like you said you don't have to be in close touch you don't have to be best buds but you need to be watching what other people are doing you need to be catching up with them every once in a while to stay top of mind with them Mm -hmm. because if you don't then all of your efforts that you've put into it um could be lost. So no like trust and remember. And that's the relationship building side that, that comes with consistent networking. I love it. I'm going to add that to my arsenal of those words. So Marlene, um, if people have heard what you've said today and they really like it and they want to find out more either about your fashion line or your heart of networking, how can people get a hold of you? You can, well, the Heart of Networking is, uh, the website is heartofnetworkingevents.com. Um, we also we always offer a complimentary first-time visit for any uh, women that want to come and check out the community. Um, but you can easily reach me um, 
by email, marlene.a.marco at gmail.com or text me 416-802-0906. And I'd be happy to have a conversation with you, whether it's about uh, connectivity or fashion and image. Thank you so much. So this has been Marlene Marco and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.